ये ऑल इंडिया रेडियो दिल्ली अब प्रधानमंत्री जवाहरलाल नेहरू हिंदी में ब्रॉडकास्ट करेंगे जवाहरलाल नेहरू भाइयों और बहनों आज मैं कुछ आपसे जनरल इलेक्शंस यानी जो चुनाव होने वाला है उसके बारे में कुछ कहा चाहता हूं आप सबों को इसमें दिलचस्पी है और दिलचस्पी होनी चाहिए अव्वल तो ये कि इतना बड़ा चुनाव जिसमें इतने लोग शामिल हों आज तक दुनिया में कहीं नहीं हुआ इमेजिन एन इलेक्शन डे मिलियंस ऑफ वोटर्स अक्रॉस इंडिया स्टेप इनटू पोलिंग बूथ्स टू कास्ट बैलेट्स with the press of a button on the ballot unit their voices are heard their choices recorded this seamless process owes its existence to the electronic voting machine or the EVM a game changer in the realm of electoral technology hi you're listening to on manorama's explainer podcast news break a weekly show that breaks down news in a clutter-free manner this is harita benjamin and today we'll explore the fascinating journey of electronic voting machines in india on january 25 1950 the election commission was born a day before india became a republic since then the commission has conducted 17 general elections numerous assembly polls and multiple elections to the offices of presidents and vice presidents when the independent india held its first elections in 1951 the people of the republic cast their votes in steel ballot boxes for 489 seats over 12.83 lakh steel boxes were manufactured in a small factory in the marshy suburbs of mumbai's vikroli godrej and boys manufacturing company limited for democratic india's first ever elections though the notion of evms was first mooted in 1977 the execution of the idea took place more than two decades later first in an assembly poll in 1998 and later in a chunk of parliamentary constituencies in 1999 A prototype of the EVM was first developed in 1979 by the Electronics Corporation of India Limited or the ECIL a PSU under the Department of Atomic Energy in Hyderabad Now fast forward to 1980 and the Election Commission unveiled this innovation before political party representatives After reaching a broad consensus on the introduction of EVMs, the EC issued directives under the Article 324 of Constitution for their use. On May 19, 1982, the machines were used on a pilot basis in 50 polling stations during election to the Paravur Assembly seat in Kerala. However, the use of EVMs was without an express provision in law and it was later challenged in the Supreme Court. The apex court held that the EC's order regarding casting of ballots by machines was without jurisdiction and the election of the winning candidate from Paravur constituency with respect to 50 polling stations where the EVMs were used was set aside. But adversity only fueled progress. In 1989, the Representation of the People's Act was amended to empower the Election Commission to utilize EVMs. 
Bharat Electronics Limited and ECIL were tasked with manufacturing of these machines, setting the stage for their widespread adoption. In 1998, a general consensus was reached on the use of EVMs for conducting Indian elections, and they were used in 16 assembly constituencies spread across Madhya Pradesh, Rajasthan, and Delhi. The use of EVMs was further expanded in 1999 to 46 parliamentary constituencies, and by February 2000, the machines were used in 45 assembly seats in Haryana polls. EVMs were used in all assembly elections thereafter. In 2004, in the Lok Sabha elections, the EVMs were for the first time used in all of the 543 constituencies. Over the years, EVMs uh, underwent many technological upgrades, but the basic components of the machine remain the same. It includes two units: the control unit and the balloting unit. The control unit of the EVM is kept with the presiding officer or the polling officer. On the other hand, the balloting unit is kept with the voting compartment for the electors to cast their votes. Why is this so? Because uh, the polling officers need to verify your identity at the time of elections. Instead of issuing a ballot paper, the polling officer will press the ballot button which enables the voter to cast their vote in an EVM. A list of candidates' names with symbols will be available on the machine with a blue button next to it. The voter can press the button next to the candidate's name they wish for. The EVMs used in India have undergone continuous security enhancements to ensure the integrity of the voting process. This includes the use of tamper-proof designs, encryption techniques to secure data, and strict protocols for the storage and transportation of these EVMs. They have also been modified to include accessibility features for voters with disabilities. Braille labels, tactile interfaces and audio ballots have been introduced to ensure visually impaired voters to cast their votes independently. Now, a significant stride towards transparency was made in 2013 with the introduction of the Voter Verifiable Paper Audit Trail or the VVPAT system. This innovation aimed to provide voters with a tangible paper trail ensuring the verifiability of their choices in the electoral process. Under this system a paper slip containing the selected candidate's name, symbol and serial number is printed and displayed to the voter for verification. The slip is then deposited in the seal box which can be used for auditing or manual recounting if necessary. Since 2019, VVPAT slips from five randomly selected polling stations per constituency are matched with the EVM count for greater transparency. According to the EC, there has been no mismatch so far. Yet, controversies persisted with the opposition parties questioning the reliability of EVM machines and advocating for a return to the ballot system. Despite the skepticism, uh, the election commission has stood firm citing the legal framework supporting EVMs and their track record for delivering accurate results. So as we reflect on the journey of EVMs, one thing becomes clear. They have revolutionized the electoral process in India, embracing swift, secure and transparent elections. While challenges remain, their role in shaping the democracy cannot be overstated. So that's a wrap of today's episode of On Manorama's News Break and Explainer podcast produced by Harita Benjamin with technical production by Idea Brew Studios. 
It comes out every week and is available on all podcast platforms. Do follow on manorama.com for more updates.